This is Marvel 616 Politics, episode 60, with your host, Andy Kirby and Jared Mayo. it's episode 60 i think the last one was 59 well so then this one is either 59.1 or zero or point one or 59 like marvel 616 politics now all new marvel 616 politics (laughs) now that's what we should have done you know hashtag awesome (laughs) don't don't say that (laughs) hashtag you don't even use Twitter. No, but you can hashtag on Facebook. For what purpose? I have no idea, but you can now. Ooh. You know, you can hashtag in Word documents, too. Oh, I did not know that. Are you serious? No, you just type out. It's a three. It's shift three. It's oh, yeah. I thought you... <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jared Mail, what's going on, man? Nothing. I'm excited for the podcast. What's going on with you? I'm I am equally excited, if not more. You it's like we had this battle on text that like we were gonna up our game and outdo one another on this podcast, but I don't know how or how we would even measure that. Did I miss this battle? No, you were it was like, Oh, you're gonna well, maybe maybe Oh maybe yesterday. You, that was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. If it wasn't today, I don't remember. Oh well that's that's disheartening. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, uh, a lot, lot to talk about today. You know, it's it's weird. Not not a whole lot of issues we're going to cover, but a whole lot of topics. I tell you what. Yeah, well, I still haven't talked to you about your camping trip. How was that? Oh, man. Okay. This Should we get out our contact info first? Sure, sure. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, this is uh, Marvel 616 Politics, and even though we're going to talk about camping for like 45 minutes, no, I hope not. Whew. We, this is a comic book podcast. You can visit our website at marvel616politics.com or email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com. And, of course, you can follow us on Twitter, 616politics. You can also hook up with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash marvel616politics. Uh, we try and interact with the fans on a well. I try and interact with the fans on a daily basis and post the newest stories. And Andy pops in about once a month, so feel free to look us up there. And then you can also give us a call with questions, comments, or witty muses that you might have at six one six seven five five Tina. You are just plain <laughs> rude. <laughs> I don't. It's ah, oh, Facebook is getting so much of a burden to me. I don't know how you keep up with it, man. Why is it a burden? It's one page. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand. Okay, so look, I'm opening my email right now because I get an email every time somebody posts, and I am. Let's see here. Where are we? You get an email every time what? Somebody posts on our page. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Oh, well, see, since the last time I declared email bankruptcy, it, I've gotten 62. That's from 62 emails since November 4th. So 62 people have posted since November 4th. That's awesome. 
Well, I know, but it's very difficult to keep up with. So I don't know how you do it. So you just throw in the town like, I'm not even going to mess with it. <laughs> well, what I do is I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to delete all these and I'm going to start now. And then like in a day, it's up to 30. <laughs> and I'm like, how do I even do this? this I don't get it, man. It's I must be doing it wrong. I must be... I, I, I must have the wrong idea about how to interact with people on Facebook. <laughs> uh, I, we can talk afterwards. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's not that I don't like the fans. I just they don't... just they don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> you mean that we've had such a high turnaround that people are like Andy, Andy who? Yeah, they're just like, this guy named Jared runs this page, and he always signs his name after every post. <laughs> Why do you sign your name? <laughs> well, there's this other dude that sometimes signs his name. <laughs> uh, see, you know, well, I mean, I've tried to cut down on doing it at work, because they, they monitor the sites we go to and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, so... that's And you're kind of like a boss now, so you need yeah. to be an example. Like a boss. Yeah, I mean, you're firing people left and right. I know how you roll. Dude, like, I don't want to get into it, but tomorrow <laughs> is a major meeting with the president of the company, and... Oh, no. And, yeah, there, there, there's... Uh, I remember I, one time my we were going to get rid of this lady. that I, I was her supervisor, but I was on vacation when they decided to do it. So I'm, like, in the car, and I'm on the phone with my boss, and she's like, where's this document? Where's this thing? I'm like... Can you just wait and I'll fire her Monday? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, camping. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awesome transition. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the camping trip, because actually I probably shouldn't be talking about this on the podcast. So uh, anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, if you need to cut it out, do it, because I don't want you to get in trouble. Well, okay. I'll think about it. <laughs> so, I mean, do some of your, your coworkers listen? Some of my coworkers' spouses listen. All right, so you might want to cut that out. Better <laughs> safe than sorry. Right, exactly. Uh, so anyway, camping. I went camping with uh, my former boss because uh, I switched positions, and then like a um, a sheriff's deputy friend, and we went out and spent two nights and and uh, hiked for three days. We did thirty five miles in three days. Ugh. So we did. 10 and then 15 and then 10 wow. and dude it was it was hard but it was good because it's like you felt like you were physically overcoming these challenges mm -hmm. and uh it wasn't too hilly or you know it wasn't too rocky or anything like that we don't have rocks down here so um anyway we <laughs> we checked the weather and we were like oh 100 percent no zero chance of rain zero percent chance of rain on all three days. So we left all our rain gear in the truck. And wouldn't you know it, the first night it starts raining and it rains for two hours. <laughs> so we were all like, we have no rain gear. <laughs> we left it 10 miles away. Oh. So, uh, but it was, it was kind of sprinkling. It was a light rain. So it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Cause in Louisiana here, we had torrential downpours, but not necessarily in, in late fall. So that was okay. Uh, got a pretty good night's sleep and then hiked out 15 miles, came back. Well, hiked out seven and a half, came back seven and a half. So that's 15 and, uh, camped in the exact same spot. So that was pretty cool. And so we camped and when we camp, we have ha camping hammocks. Have you heard of this? No. 
Okay, instead of a tent, it's like a it, it's a, like a nest, an eagle nest is what they call it, but it's basically like a hammock, and it's okay. made out of like that parachute material. Okay. Okay, so I get inside that, inside my sleeping bag, I have a sleeping pad in my sleeping bag um, to keep me off of the, the hammock material because it gets really, really cold, right? Okay. So... When we went to sleep around 10, uh, it was like, hey, you know what? This is this is pretty warm. We were afraid it was going to get cold, and it, it's it's okay. So we're doing fine. Well, dude, two hours later, the temperature plummeted. <laughs> it, it got down to 43, and I woke up, and I opened my eyes, and I could see my breath. And I was like, oh my goodness, what happened? I start looking around. I start looking and peering into the darkness. Like, I'm like, where's the fire? Where's the fire? Like totally out. There's no fire, no embers, you know? And so I was like, I can, I can do this. I can do this. Let me just, you know, and my sleeping pad is, is uh, narrow. It needs to be a little bit broader, but you know, with, when you're hiking anything big, it's, it weighs more. So you want to get down your pack weight. So we, we bring all this small stuff and everything. And my sleeping bag was rated to 52 degrees, which means that basically at 62 degrees, you'll be comfortable. Okay. So it was like 43. I'm freezing. As soon as your shoulder hits off of the sleeping pad, you know, all of a sudden all the warmth gets sapped out of your body magically. Uh, and so I'm like, okay, well, make my make my silhouette or my, my you know, body shape narrower so i'll sleep on my side i'll sleep on my shoulder and so i'm in a mummy bag do you know what a mummy bag is no okay like it's a sleeping bag but it's shaped like a mummy it's shaped like you if you were just laying it's not it's not a rectangle okay you know what i'm saying yeah okay so i move and it's so tight in the bag that as soon as i move the the pad moves too with me so i can never get my shoulder on the pad and every time i move like i start falling out of the hammock and everything so it's i fight this thing for and i ended up getting out of the hammock and stepping into my bag and putting it the way i wanted and then trying to get back into the hammock without falling and dying and so that didn't work either i mean i didn't fall and die but you know what i mean so <laughs> eventually i fall back asleep and i start having this wonderful dream about fire and and embers and warmth (laughs) and i wake up and i'm like holy cow if i am dreaming about keeping warm it's time to do something so i got out of my sleeping bag and you know i got long underwear on i got all like a bunch of clothes i'm wearing like a down jacket um and i'm still freezing and so, like, I go to the fire and I, like, root around, burn my hand, trying to find the hottest part of the fire. <laughs> I take one stick out that has a little bit of red glow left. And so I put it there and I put some twigs that I find. I have, like, a little headlamp. It's, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. And so I put some leaves there and I just blow on it for 10 minutes. I'm like, and suddenly it finally ignites. I'm like, oh, good, thank God. And so I'm running over and trying to get more firewood and firewood and moving it and hoping, but all the firewood's wet, so it's taking forever. So 
I lay down right next to the fire. I'm like curled up in my sleeping bag, like surrounding this fire pit. <laughs> so, anyway, that that's that's how it went. <laughs> Where were the other two? They one dude. Well, they. They have invested a little bit more money than me in this. In this <laughs> so their bags were like one guy's bag was rated to 20 degrees. He says he was freezing, freezing, but he made it till like, you know, 7 a.m. Uh, the other guy, he was like curled up like the sleeping bag was like a foot over his head and you couldn't see anything. He was like a little like silkworm. Okay. And uh, he wakes up. I'm laying face down with my arms covering my chest on the ground in my bag (laughs) and just trying to maintain all my body heat, right? (laughs) And so he he wakes up and he looks over. He's like, Andy! I'm like, yes. He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yes. (laughs) Anyway. That sounds like fun. It was a challenge. It was a physical challenge that I triumphed over. So, you know, that's that's what it's all about. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds awful, man. <laughs> uh, it was okay. I mean, hey, man, personal best, 35 miles in, in three days. That's really good for me. Well, that's great then. Yes. I had fun. You know, the camaraderie of it all. Uh, yeah, I guess. No, you don't camp. You don't hike. No, no. If there's no electricity, um, we're not doing that. <laughs> so we go, um, we stay in a log cabin once a year. Well, it's not a log cabin. It's a, it's a cabin, but like with you know drywall and electricity and toilets and I got gotcha. you heating and air conditioning. Like we'll stay in that once a year with Jennifer's family, but it's two days and it's plenty enough for me. What would you do if the electricity went out? We had electricity go out before, but never when it. I mean, yeah, we've we've had that happen before. We just don't choose to knowingly go to somewhere that doesn't have electricity or heating and cooling. Well, like, are you ever concerned about long-term electricity out or no? Um, no. The government takes care of me. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> I I th- I can guess how you voted. No, I'm just <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I mean, I haven't thought about that. I just, roughing it for me is not having three-ply toilet paper. (laughs) Wow. So, I don't do that crap. I don't do that crap. No, um, well, down here, you know, when Katrina hit, uh, we were out of electricity for 33 days, so. Oh, gosh. And when you, like, we don't have city water, we have a well, and if you don't have electricity you can't get water which means you can't cook you can't drink you can't wash you can't flush the toilet so So what did you do for those 33 days well we got out of there but my parents stayed we went over to um jackie's family over in texas Mm. but uh so anyway i was i was uh calling a water well place today um trying to get a hand pump put onto my well and that's pretty steep. So there's that a sucks. Yeah, but you know what? It's worth it because when the electricity goes out and you need water. So are you so, gonna get one? Probably eventually, yeah. 
I don't know. It kind of depends if I get a Christmas bonus. <laughs> oh, it sounds like National Lampoon. <laughs> Sorry, you're getting Jelly of the Month Club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, last thing. I feel like I'm talking about myself, but, um, do you, I mean, is it okay if I tell another story? Yeah, people don't even know who you are anymore. You're you're like that that dad that they only see every other weekend. Wow, it, what you say is just so sad on so many levels. <laughs> I know they need their dad back. That is the worst thing to say. <laughs> okay, so hey, did I tell you we ate our first rabbit? No. Yes. Like that you raised? Yes, from Earth. <laughs> did you name it? Um, fricassee. Oh, you can't eat something that you name. No, <laughs> rabbit fricassee. Oh, oh, I thought like his name was like Bill or something. Hey, kids, we're eating Bill. No. Okay. No. Um, this one, it was. I mean, it definitely was the cutest, but the <laughs> we weren't gonna we weren't gonna breed it because three out of the four of its legs when it was born was broken and they were turned out like a seal and so when it tried to walk it was like oh <laughs> yeah it was a it was a bummer but <laughs> yeah bummer bum leg get it got it <laughs> i'm loving it <laughs> um it was good though but but i really had to really consider how was i gonna kill this thing okay it was tough What'd you do? Well, at first, you know, you pick it up by the ears or the legs, and you're like, you know what? I could probably just sharpen the hatchet and, and get this taken care of, right? Yeah. So, clearly, that's what I did. And then when I went to put it on the stump, it was jumping around. I was like, man, I'm going to cut off my fingers. Yeah. So, I didn't do that. So, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to swiftly break its neck. So, I tried that, and... I guess I didn't use enough force, so that didn't work. And then I was like, you know, I could probably just strangle this thing. Oh, Andy! (laughs) I'm trying to do this as quickly as possible, you know? I'm trying to make it humane. Uh, Don't you have a gun? Not a rifle. Well, you don't have to have a rifle. Dude, what do you... I'm not going to shoot a shotgun at this thing. (laughs) Well, you'd kill it. Well, I know, but then there'd be nothing left. <laughs> like a like a giant puff of fur. All right, keep going. So anyway, I tried to choke this thing out, and I thought it was dead. And uh, so I set it on the table, ready to skin it and clean it. And um, it starts going... Oh, no! I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> this is taking forever. Oh, my. So I had to, (laughs) so it was, you know, it was stunned at that point. So that's when I put it on the log and two chops and the head was off. So, and I was like, wow, you know, this really wasn't that bloody. That is, this is, that's bonus, you know, great. And the thing's not moving. It's dead. Um, I put it on the table and to clean it. And it's, what? Uh, like the kitchen table? No, 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 no. The table in the barn, the cleaning table. Okay. Yeah, the cleaning and gutting table. So I put it on the table, and this is my first one, mind you, and the thing goes nuts. <laughs> I mean, the head is in the trash bucket, 
and yeah. the thing goes nuts and just like a fish all around. And oh my word, I had to cover my face. It was spraying blood oh, no. everywhere. <laughs> my pants and shirt and face <laughs> hair. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I really was like, you know, this is, there's got to be a better way. So, you know, I'll get better next time. That's disgusting. It was pretty gross, man. I'm not going to lie. Hey, all you people listening out there, I don't take pleasure in this. I want you to know, it was pretty gross. I'm trying to teach myself how to raise animals for food, but I'm not like, ha, 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 it's time to die. <laughs> I don't really, I, I, I don't like that. That's, I don't like that. Oh, I don't think I feel like I even know you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We talk every day. (laughs) I know, but you've never mentioned this. (laughs) (laughs) I killed my little deformed rabbit. I I felt like the thing, it was not having a good life. You know, it tried to waddle over to food. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And the other rabbits would eat the food before him. (laughs) You know. Oh, so you skinned it then? Yeah, and actually that part is really, really easy. So how, did you like get a book to figure out how to do this, or watch a YouTube video, or what? YouTube, yep. Okay, and then you made Jackie cook it, or what? No, I breaded it and then fried it up, and you know you got to quarter it, so you got the hind quarters and then you got the shoulders, and that's pretty much that's pretty much most of it. So. And how was it? It was good, man. Does it taste like chicken? Um, it tastes like a wilder chicken, but it has, it has like the texture of, you know, well done, not overdone, but well done calamari. Kind of like, you don't eat calamari, do you? I've had it. Okay. All right. Well now, so, okay, you've got three little ones. Did you explain this process to them? Uh, no, no. Okay. They knew we were eating rabbit and they knew which one we were eating, but, um, I did not tell them that I messed up twice. Before. Oh, no, 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 not that. What I was meaning was, did you tell them, hey, we just ate peg leg rabbit out there? <laughs> peg leg Joe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you did. And they were cool oh, with that. I walked in, and as a defense mechanism, uh, my oldest daughter was like, so you killed the rabbit, huh? <laughs> trying to detach herself from any emotions <laughs> she's feeling, which I understand, you know, I know. Yeah, it, it's a sad <laughs> thing, you know? And but I was you're like, covered head to toe in blood too, right? Well, yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> By that point, it had dried a lot, so it was like like a deep maroon purple. So <laughs> she she may not have caught on to that. Anyway, I was like, hey, you don't have to announce it to your sisters, you know, because yeah. the idea of killing it is is what makes them sad, not the idea of eating it. You know what I mean? Like, we'll wake up and have bacon, and they'll be like, is this Kevin Bacon, or is this Mia Ham that we're eating? Because those were the names of our two pigs. So they're fine oh, with that. It's violent down there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, when the electricity goes off. <laughs> You're right. We're going to be nibbling on frozen peas. <laughs> so anyway, that was quite an experience, and... Uh, we just had another litter born yesterday. Okay. So more food. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I built my first rabbit cages. Man, out of like just sheet caging. 
Okay. Yeah, that was kind of tough. That's sweet, interesting. man. That's great. Thanks for being excited. Yeah, I mean, that's what's going on in the life of the Kirbys. That's some crazy stuff, but that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. I just, it, I mean, from our comic references to how we live our lives, we couldn't be any more opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I think like uh, politics and religion, the two things you're not supposed to discuss are the only two things that we pretty much agree on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else, totally different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah, man. I can't wait to get into some of these topics today. Uh, what You want to hit our sponsors or, or is there anything you want to talk? I feel bad just talking and talking. No, no, you're great. You're great, man. No, the only thing... Um, Two weeks ago, you were part of it. We had a surprise birthday party for Jennifer. Yes. Uh, Captain America themed, and you sent up a video, and it was really cool, and and uh, she had a good time. Was she surprised? Extremely surprised. Oh, that's awesome. Now, was it at the youth group, or the youth group was in it? or No, it was at, it was at the youth building at our church, but what I did is I just tried to contact people from all parts of her life, from... Um, a former boss of hers to someone she did ministry with in college and, and um, friends from home, friends from here, friends from church. So it was really just like all these different groups of people. No one knew anybody, but it was really cool to just see all these different people that cared for her and, and appreciated her. And uh, she thought the video was awesome. So she was definitely surprised. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I, t- I told my girls, I was like, okay, our family activity tonight, <laughs> we are all dressing up and we're going to dance and make a video for Jennifer. And they're like, yay, who's Jennifer? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was funny. The, the, the youth pastor looked over and said, who are those people? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's Andy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... So, yeah, it was good. We can get into the sponsors now, though. All right, fantastic. We are sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com, where you can pre-order all your single issues for 40% off. And actually, uh, they're still doing the all-new Marvel Now single-issue bundle for 50% off. Can you believe it? 50% off cover price. That's crazy. Go to uh, Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com. Uh, click on pre-orders, which is on the left-hand side, and load up your shopping cart. And if you're a first-time, if you haven't used our uh, code the, at, at all, our, our uh, what is it called? Discount code, I guess? Yep. Um, Marvel POL8 will get you an additional 8% off. Now, this is a one-time use only code. Uh, they track it by IP address. If you have used it, then, you know, tell your friends, family, anybody who likes comics, anybody who likes saving money, um, go ahead and do it. Marvel P-O-L-8, and you can get up to 58% off. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a great, great deal. We're also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership. What they are is basically a Sam's Club card, but for Office Depot. So you can save up to 80% on some of your Office Depot needs. They've just recently merged with Office Max, too. So we'll be having some more savings from Community Retail Partnership. Uh, you can find them at Community Retail Partnership. I mean, crpsavings.com. That's crpsavings.com. 
or you can look them up on Facebook at facebook.com slash community retail partnership. I just used my uh, CRP card today to buy K-Cups uh, at the store. Oh, nice. What'd you get? I got, uh, I think I got the, like a vanilla caramel for Miss Jacqueline. I got a donut shop for me. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I know, right? They're great. It was like uh, 24 of them for like 12 bucks. Oh, that is really good. No, they didn't have that selection at the store. You got to go online. If you if you sign up with them, uh, then you can get an online like exclusive. Uh, it's not just OfficeDepot.com. It's a it's behind a login. It's uh, Business.OfficeDepot.com, and you can get all your discounted pricing right there. You don't even have to use the card. So that's what I'm going to do next time because it was a, a max of 18 cups per box, and I knew that there was higher amounts. And so I was like, well, I'll just get these, but then I'll go online and, and buy. And then that way I save gas money as well. I yeah. think any orders over 50 bucks is, is free shipping, right? Yep, it's free shipping. My, my church actually this week, they, they did that. They went through a community retail partnership, and they're getting their K-Cups through them. And right I told them the price, and they're like, shut up. I was like, you're the church. You can't say shut up. Shut up. You shut up. <laughs> so there was a little fight, but... But they were happy. <laughs> I understand. Uh, religion, it's so hard to discuss without getting in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. All right, man. You want to you wanna hit our current events? We got two today. All right. Current events. Current events. All right, we're going to be doing Infinity 5 and Amazing X-Men number 1. And I'll kick it off with Amazing X-Men number 1. Uh, this book is separated into two different stories. <clears throat> the first story is about Nightcrawler. The book starts off with a quick recap of Nightcrawler's life. We then meet Nightcrawler and an unnamed female in what appears to be the afterlife or heaven. Nightcrawler feels as though he left Earth too soon and has unfinished business to attend to. He smells brimstone that's different than his own and it turns out to be a gang of pirates attacking. Nightcrawler makes quick work of them while thanking them for bringing swords. As soon as they're defeated, his devilish father, Azazel, appears along with a band of vamps, but colored red. They have a short battle before Azazel disappears, saying there's nothing Nightcrawler can do, because he's already dead. <clears throat> and the second half of the story introduces Firestar to the Jean Grey school. She shows up for her first day of teaching, but is unable to get the attention of any staff members. This serves as a plot device to introduce the reader to each of the cast members of this new title. She helps Beast with trying to get rid of the Bamps, only to find the portal in which they've used to enter the Jean Grey school. The X-Men gather, and the portal starts to glow. Each cast member gives their opinion about what to do before the Red Bamps jump through the portal, catching the X-Men by surprise. They pull most of the X-Men through the portal. Heaven seems to be the destination through the portal, as a large pirate ship sets sail, claiming heaven for themselves, and warning that anyone who opposes them will end up like the blue elf, i.e. Nightcrawler. <laughs> well so, done! Say what? Well done! Thank you. That was the, the gist of the story. The art, I just thought, was gorgeous. I thought Ed McGinnis did a wonderful Nightcrawler, probably the best Nightcrawler I've I can even remember seeing and ever. It was just so good. That was Nightcrawler. Um, the lines were crisp and clean. It wasn't too cartoony. It didn't have too many 
um, like uh, Jim Lee lines or anything like that. Uh, I just love the art. I thought the art was great. I thought the story for the most is probably like a, a you know three and a half out of five. Um, it's great to see Nightcrawler back as a Christian though, <laughs> and knowing what heaven is. I it it there are a lot of you know inaccuracies spiritually but um, <laughs> i would never want to leave heaven if i was there uh but i thought it was funny nightcrawler wore his costume underneath his robe i kind of thought that too yeah <laughs> but see that's not even the costume he died in though i thought the same thing he he had that that red and blue costume with yellow piping that was hideous i think but, um, it's fantastic that's probably the best nightcrawler i've ever seen what isn't that finch that drew that yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought a lot of the characters. I mean, the second half of the story, I, I understood what Jason Aaron was trying to do. Um, it's is a number one issue, so he's he's presenting the cast. Um, I but want to know just, where where all this water goes on on the uh, on the waterfalls that just fall off the edge. I, it was much like Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, it kind of looked a lot like Avatar. I guess that's true. But um, I, I mean, I understand what Aaron, what Jason Aaron was doing with he's trying to introduce the the cast because it is a number one issue. Um, but it just it really felt like plot devices. Firestar shows up and nobody has time for her. She goes to each instructor, nobody has time for her. But each instructor gets to this, introduce himself. When they find the the portal, um, they just kind of go down the line with each person in the X Men saying one line of dialogue about what they think they should do. It was just kind of corny in that respect. Yeah, but uh, I, I, I enjoyed that. I mean, it's it seems like it's a very lighthearted book. Yeah, but Wolverine and, Light, and the X-Men is already lighthearted, so I'm definitely not looking for that with this title. I know, but what did you expect? I mean, it's the Jason Aaron team book of the X-Men set in the same setting. You thought it was going to be grittier? No, I just didn't think it was going to be an exact, exact almost replication of before. I, like, I hated, I posted, and we had some good discussion, but about the line with Gene, not with Gene, with Storm and Wolverine talking in the hallway. About and, foreplay? Yeah, I was like, yeah. that's so unclassy. And, yep. it's, and it's not who the character is. And, uh, you know, Iceman and Warbird, them going back, back and forth, and an angel being overly airy and positive. Like it just, that's why there needs, I'd rather them not say anything and have, you know, instead of 10 characters all having to get two lines of dialogue to meet a quota, I would much rather have, you know, three characters talk a lot and have the others in the background and we can get to them later. But like, like I said, you know, for the most part, it was a pretty decent beginning. I just, I didn't care for some of the comic gimmicks but the art definitely made up for that well the art see in my opinion the art is a little bit too cartoony um it is crisp it is nice and the coloring is is very good and the inking is is phenomenal but the only thing that saves this art in my opinion is that the tone of the book is cartoony okay so you know it i would have given it i would have had enjoyed it less if the art was cartoony and the tone was way more serious kind of like what i'm always saying about the infinity covers 
Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know, and I, and I do agree with you. This is like a, it's a duplicate. It's like you know how uh, Bendis writes all new X Men and Uncanny X Men, and it's uh, two sides of the same coin. Yeah. This and Wolverine and the X Men seem like it's going to be two sides of the same coin. Yep, definitely. Which I had, I did enjoy this issue a lot more than any Wolverine the X Men issue I can think <laughs> of right now, except for the one with Dupe. Yeah. But um, so there was something. Maybe it's because it's uh, it's better cast members. I really do like who is that Firestar? Mm-hmm. I do like that. I, that she's in it. Um, I didn't like that she just automatically is over cancer. Like, she was really down on the dumps last time we saw her about the cancer and everything. I thought she beat it. Like, the last time we saw her? When was the last time you saw her? I thought it was Young Allies. Oh, God. Nobody read that. I don't (laughs) think it's even canon. It is canon. (laughs) I don't think so. No, it is. And but the I think the last time we saw her before that was like a it was like a title it might it had the black cat I think and she was setting up a shop somewhere it was maybe the w- women of Marvel or if it was something like that do you remember anything like that Mm-mm, no okay well oh I do divas yeah maybe maybe it was in there but I mean those. See, Divas, it strikes me as those were all lighthearted stories. But there was one where it was kind of heavy-handed about the the cancer, and she was really scared, and she didn't know what to do, and how her power is the, the thing that gave her cancer. I just can't remember what title that was. It's, it was in Deep Marvel Divas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, if I recall correctly, that was an okay book. This just seems like, again, an over-the-top X-Men book. That's supposed to be fun. Um, and, you know, it just came across to me like that's cool to have that book. But that's what Wolverine the X-Men was, you know, which, in my opinion, it shouldn't have been because it was a result of schism, which was a very uh, heavy thing. It was a very serious matter. But then they came off and it was like this jokey book. And so but if that's what they wanted to do, then keep it that way. Why have two? So my my thinking is maybe he's going to take Wolverine the X-Men because now it's in these crossovers and everything. Maybe he's going to make that his more serious book and develop those characters as a team because we saw a a little glimpse of them in the future, not in Battle of the Atom, but before that with Kid Gladiator and, um, you know, Quentin Quire and whoever that girl is, Idy and Brew. You know, and maybe he's going to transfer his humor and lightheartedness to this book. Cause it wasn't, wasn't there an amazing X-Men title a long time ago, which was not in 616 continuity because it was set in the, uh, it was set in the cartoon universe. No, amazing X-Men. That was uh, age of apocalypse. Oh really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't know. I mean, what do you think? You think they're going to be, Two very similar books, or like uh, Avengers and New Avengers, I would say, are very similar. They just are dealing with two different themes right now, or two different plots. Uh, Uncanny and All New are are very similar as well, just two different teams. Yeah. Is this going to be the same thing? I mean, it looks like it. Uh, I mean, all we know so far is that you know the first five issues are the reintroduction of Nightcrawler. 
Now, whether it gets a, uh, you know, a different objective by issue six, I don't know, because you can't have a whole series being the, with that being the objective. He's eventually going to be here or he's not. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, I mean uh, yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. It wouldn't make sense if Amazing X-Men and Wolverine and the X-Men both read this. Well, I mean, I guess from a profit standpoint, it makes sense if people are are buying it. They want to see the same thing. Yeah, but I said it was the most overrated book, and you said, well, who's overrating it? Like, I thought it, was, it wasn't doing well on the sales charts, is what you said. It's Yeah, I mean, Wolverine and the X-Men is the lowest of the, the X-Men proper titles. Well, maybe they wanted to make sure it wasn't the lowest by getting this book. <laughs> and making this one the lowest? Sure. No. They put they put Ed McGinnis on this for a reason. They want sales. He, he All he can do is draw Red Hulk and the Watcher very well. Look at the cover. That Nightcrawler is gorgeous. It it makes me want to get a red unitard and put it on. That's crazy. You know, <laughs> I was looking through these and like, and one of the pages after he gets the Banffs and knocks him down, his tail is going directly into that Banffs belly button. Yeah, he's like, he. I think he's like holding him down. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Like, no, little red bamf, you can't leave heaven. I'm going to keep you here. Yeah, but it, it, his feet are facing him, so his tail is in front of him. Just looks like he, I don't know, he's about ready to pee on him. He might, I mean, I don't know. Do they pee in comic book heaven? Does Nightcrawler pee? I don't know. Well, guess he pees. <laughs> 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 does nightcrawler pee that is an excellent title for the episode <laughs> all right so i mean overall i'm interested to see where it goes it was fun and lighthearted, but there's just this thing inside me that says yeah yeah you liked wolverine the x-men for a while too huh <laughs> and so i don't know i'm pretty cynical i hear that <laughs> <laughs> So you like you, Nightcrawler you... with the swords? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like quintessential Nightcrawler. Yeah, it but... makes me think of the original Nightcrawler figure, the Toy Biz figure, when he had the little suction cups on his hand and knees. <laughs> Let me ask you, does it ever bother you that he has these swords and yet... And the same with Wolverine in, in, a, in a, like a non-mature title. They have these things that clearly are used as offensive weapons to kill and slice and maim and they never use him for that like look at everywhere he's using the sword he punches yeah that's well, that, that bothers me he was probably like cutting their belts and stuff oh good you know what <laughs> i think i believe you're adding all that in with your imagination <laughs> clearly he's cutting their belt Probably like it's like in the cartoons you cut their belt, their pants fall down. They're like yeah, and they go running away, holding up their pants. Yeah, but he just—I mean—he hits two people in the head with the with the swords. It's like you have this—you have a two foot to three foot long cutting edge surface, and you want to hit them with a five inch space on that? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's kind of like you have electricity and you choose to not use it. I guess so. Hey, hey, I'll take that argument. I'll I'm just saying. <laughs> When's the last time we saw Azazel? Oh, gosh, the Draco. The Draco. Oh. Who wrote oh. that, Chuck Austin? 
Yes. Shh, don't say that name. Fun, fun stuff. I guess we saw him in your favorite movie, too. First Class. Oh, my goodness. I can't stand that movie. I can't stand Azazel. Of all the people to bring back. Ugh. Why that... is why is a demon like a pirate? And is that pirate hat part of his head? <laughs> no, it's a hat. It's like Azazel and his demon pirates are on their ship invading heaven. I I know, and I love his necklaces and his <laughs> 24-pack. It's kind of uh, preposterous, but I guess it is a comic book. Right. Eh. Mm, eh. All I right, mean, so... I guess Nightcrawler is half-demon, and he's in heaven, so, I mean, what does that say? <laughs> Redemption? I don't know. Uh... Dude, I got really excited when I opened this book and I saw the previously and i saw the art on the previously until i realized like wait a minute no this is a sampling of and then i was like oh right 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 mcginnis and mcginnis is a good guy good kid (laughs) good kid mcginnis uh when he's not partnered with jeff Loeb. yeah i mean you should name your next rabbit you killed jeff (laughs) (laughs) wow that's dark uh that was too much i'm sorry (laughs) that was too much jeff Loeb's a good guy he is, he is. All right. Uh, you want to go on to infinity number five? You go on to infinity number five. Let's take, why don't you take my hand and we'll both go. <laughs> I'll smack that hand. <laughs> I'll spit on your hand. <laughs> All right. We open right after issue four, of course, where Thor killed a builder. The scene then progresses to the rest of the Kree, overthrowing the builders on their various worlds. On one world, the inhabitants erect a giant A to show that it is now an Avengers world. Next, we jump to the Ebony Maw, talking about talking about Thane, Thanos' son. Oh, no, I'm sorry, not talking about, talking to Thane, Thanos' son, convincing him to put on a suit that controls his power so he can't kill anymore. It's a trick, obviously, to render him powerless when facing Thanos. Elsewhere in Wakanda, Thanos has Black Boat trapped and is trying to discover what the arsenal that the Illuminati built is for and how to use it. We see the Illuminati return to Earth from, uh, I think, an alternate world spaceship in New Avengers number 11, I believe, uh, and destroying another dimensional incursion. Suddenly, Lockjaw and Maximus the Mad show up. Again in Wakanda, Supergiant extracts the information how to use the bombs from Black Bolt. The Ebony Maw tells Thanos that he has captured his son, and Thanos leaves to meet Thane in the hidden city of Orillon. The Illuminati teleport in to Wakanda, only to find it overrun by Thanos' army. They storm in and attack in order to keep the bombs from Thanos' grasp. Thanos' plan is to use the bombs against Earth. Thanos then gets news that Titan has been attacked by the Alliance fleet coming back to rescue Earth. Cap instructs the entire fleet to jump to Earth's rescue. Very good. Thanks, buddy. You had, like, um, different tonality. Very good. Yeah. You know, it just means so much to me. I hope Aaron liked it. (laughs) (laughs) I get that little jab into Aaron. (laughs) I'm just joking. Yeah, man, what'd you think? Oh, I, I mean, it, I think it was good. It was just not a ton happened, and I think it was really hard to follow the previous issue. 
you know. Oh, the previous issue was so good. Yeah. So I think that was the the hardest part was that issue four was so good. Right. Right. I say Jerome Pena and Dustin Weaver are fantastic in this book. So you liked it? Oh yeah, I did. Not as much as you know, not as much as the previous uh, the previous issue. Um, I think he's doing a good job tying all this together. I mean, it's a huge story, and of course, you know, you should probably be reading Avengers and New Avengers. You don't have to read all the other tie-ins that have nothing to do with this, really. Um, but Avengers and New Avengers. Uh, that way you get a, a, a good understanding of where the Illuminati came from. Um, it kind of, like, everything is very tightly written. It makes sense. It ju- does jump around a lot, but that's just because there's a lot of plot going on. Even Thanos' armor that, that you know, in real life would look just so silly <laughs> really looks cool in this, mm-hmm. like the way they draw it. Um, I like that it's still hearkening back to the 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 emotional... Uh, and uh, ethical problems that the Illuminati is facing. You know, uh, it still ties in all that stuff from issue two of New Avengers, you know, a year ago. I like that Black Bolt is still alive, and it looks like they're really, it's an ingenious contraption to keep him, you know, at bay. Uh, I mean, overall it was good, but, you know, it's it's starting to get a wrap-up issue, a wrap-up feel to it. Um, and it made it more believable that that uh, this story could actually wrap up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at issue four, you were like, I don't know how they're going to finish this, even with the turning of the tide. But um, it does seem good. Um, the only thing is, I think at this point, unless issue six and uh, Avengers 22 and 23 do a good job of really, you know, summon everything up. I think that we've kind of abandoned the whole story of, okay, well, the universe is at war against the Builders. I know he'll come back to that in Avengers World um, number one or number 24 or whatever he's doing there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He will come back to it. He doesn't leave uh, plot holes. Um, But as far as the, like, bookends of Infinity, it's kind of like, all right, well, are we done with that story? Did we just, we killed one person, so everybody's all happy now? And we think we can do it. So that was the only thing I found that was a little bit lacking. No, those are definitely some good points. How do you think, what do you think they're going to do with Thanos next issue? Like, how is he going to be defeated or what's going to happen to his character? Oh, I didn't even think about that. But <clears throat> I would I would think and I would guess that he, he would have to stay in the forefront somehow of this. And they wouldn't uh, do away with him altogether. Because... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is what 12 issues away from New Avengers, or or you know 18 issues away from Avengers, right? What do you mean 18 issues away? Like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Oh, okay. Coming out only 12 issues from now, right? Gotcha. Probably yeah about that. Is it a 2014 movie? It is, right? Yeah, yeah, it's okay, August. So- Oh, August. Okay, so basically only nine issues away. Well, I mean, I wasn't sure if it double ships or not. Right. Well, right. With current New Avengers, and those are the those are the characters dealing with Thanos right now. So with current New Avengers, it's like seven. It's nine issues away, right? Yeah. Okay. 
So I'm saying he probably has to stay in the forefront of these stories because they have they tie it in very closely with the movies, at least character wise, like who's on the screen is who is in the book, you know. Mm -hmm. And so they're not going to kill him off. They may contain him or he may like go lick his wounds and, you know, muster up an army or something like that. But he just seems like such small potatoes compared to the problem of the builders. Yeah. So I don't know. Hmm. Maybe that'll be like, like you said, what dovetails into Avengers world. Maybe. What do, I mean, what do you think? What, what's going to happen to him? I don't know. Cause I really don't care for the builders. So I'd be fine if they just go away. Dude, but, it's a huge story. Like, I can understand how you don't like them, but how <laughs> are you curious at all? You have to. It's such a huge tale that is being told. Are you interested in how that has to come out? Uh. <laughs> like this entire multiverse of Marvel and you know everything just depends on what goes and what happens with the builders. But does it really? It does. <laughs> Well, I guess we'll find out then. <laughs> I, guess I, I guess I'll keep reading. I mean, I guess I'm just kind of like, eh, about the builders. Celestial's been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. <laughs> you know? I guess. I mean, right? Isn't that what the Celestials were? So how did the builders and the Celestials interact? Who was first? I don't know. I think we're going to probably find out, not in issue six, but I think down the down the road. I mean, remember, he's got... Up till issue sixty three already planned out by the t- before issue one came out, so he's probably got it well planned out past the issue one hundred. Yeah, right. He could. He he definitely could. His Fantastic Four run dealt with the Celestials and and the FF and everything. Uh, I have to go back and reread all that stuff uh, to see how it fits in, but I know it. I mean, he he generally tells giant stories, you know, like yeah, uh, title spanning stories. Yeah. You know how Remender, his Dark Angel saga, saga when he was on Uncanny X-Force is tying into Uncanny Avengers right now? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think it's more subtle, but I think Hickman definitely does that uh, for his titles as well. Oh, Hickman and Remender. Oh. Tell him apart. No. No. I, I'm, no, that's ridiculous. Hashtag truth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, awesome. All right. Anything else on this one? Nope. All right. What are we doing next, buddy? Uh, State of the Union. Well, you don't, we're not doing the Ask oh. Andy? Sorry. We can't forget about you. Uh, Ask Andy. No, dude. We... <laughs> Ask Well, yet again, you come off as very rude. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I had scrolled too far down in the agenda. No, I feel like I, I talked so much during the intro. We might not even have to do an Ask Andy session here. Well, I think we just need to cut out that stuff about your job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Because <laughs> the intro was like half an hour of these two guys talking about stuff. <laughs> What, that's the same as every single podcast. Have you read our iTunes comments? I mean, come on. 
No, we have iTunes comments. Yes. Yeah. Oh. One is basically like I think uh, I think Scott wrote one, which was like by the time they really get down to comics, it's really good. <laughs> and then uh, this other dude, <laughs> it's it's pretty bad. It would be better if they didn't talk about their lives and who they were, and maybe just talk about comics. <laughs> and I hate them, and I'm never gonna listen again. Oh Zero. really? Yeah, pretty much. Whatever. It's okay. We just do this, and if people want to listen, they can. If they don't, that's fine too. No hard feelings. <laughs> <sighs> just leave your address, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. So ask Andy for this section. We've got six questions for Andy. Oh, Andy, wow. these do not need to be like dissertations. <laughs> 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 okay. Right. Andy, we uh we did the top 10 X-Men. Tell us who your top ten, 5 X-Men were and why. My top 5? Yeah. Okay, you, it, every time you talk, it's like you're juggling your laptop or microphone, throwing it up in the air, going click 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 click. Really? Yeah. Well, I'll stop juggling then. Okay. Yeah. All uh, right. All we right. just we just did a list on the podcast on the facebook page of our top 10 x-men and so i wanted you to tell us who your top five were and why okay now this is not my favorite it's just like overall who i believe would be like the quintessential x-men yes the top five that embody what it means to be an x-men okay professor x what are you moving what are you doing I was getting comfortable. Don't yell at me. <laughs> You're interrupting my top five. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> Professor X, Cyclops, Wolverine, Storm, and Jean. Awesome. All right. Um, number two, were you named after anyone? Yes. Um Andrew, the disciple and the possible apostle in the Bible. <laughs> the apostle in the bubble. Okay. Awesome. Yep. All right. If you could talk to a comic book character on the phone, who would it be? Oh, no one. I hate being on the phone. I hate <laughs> it. No one. No one. I hate. Don't listen. Everyone out there, if you ever get my phone number, do not call me. I will not pick up. I do not like talking on the phone. Well, this is kind of like a long phone call, isn't it? No, it's not. No, I feel like I can do other things. I'm not trapped with this little <laughs> rectangle shoved up in my ear canal. Oh, why do you... What? My phone to my face. Oh, you could get like a Bluetooth and do other stuff. I hate it and no, I can't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, when was the last time you cried? Oh, like teared up or like cried, cried? Oh my gosh, just answer the question. <laughs> gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh, man. I don't know. It's been a while. Um, uh, I'm going to go with teared up because that's easier. All right. Um, I tear up every single. I don't. There has not been one time that I have not teared up watching that new J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie, where Chris Hemsworth sacrifices himself for his wife and child. 
I've not seen that movie. You haven't what? You haven't seen that movie? Well, now that I know that Thor dies, <laughs> dude, it's in the first like ten minutes in the movie, and oh. every single I've probably seen that movie ten, fifteen, twenty times. The new one, like the sequel? No, 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 no. Are you talking about the first new Star Trek or the second new Star Trek? The first. Like with the time-traveling Spock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. If, okay, if yeah. You, have you seen it? Yeah. Okay, well, you know where in, he sacrifices? Like where Kirk is born. I just don't remember it. Oh, my goodness. It's like so heart-wrenching, and it's like what a heroic husband. Would I do that? Could I do that and talk to her as I died? You know. Gotcha. Man, whew, it gets me. <laughs> Uh, Andy, what's one comic book you could read a hundred times and not get bored? Uh, Earth X. Not series. Oh, but comic book. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Um. Uh, probably. Like a single issue. Single issue. Probably Peter Parker Spider-Man Volume Two Number Thirty Five. And what is that story? That is, and actually, Peter Parker and Spider-Man neither are in it. It's about this little boy who is um, his aunt and uncle are trying to adopt him. Actually, his aunt and his and her boyfriend are trying to adopt him, and he's got a really hard life. His mom is on drugs and just a bunch of crime and everything around him. But he imagines that he talks to Spider-Man, and Spider-Man gets him through it. Uh, and he. Eventually, the last panel, I think, you see Spider-Man take off his mask, and he's black, um, and he looks very similar to his his aunt's boyfriend, mm-hmm. and it just reminds me, like, the heroes that we love, whether they're fictional or not, the reasons why we love them is because they have attributes and characteristics of people that are truly heroes that we look up to in our everyday life. Wow. Yeah. I love that. I l- love that issue. <laughs> I would cool, man. I would buy that issue and give it to everyone, you know, for Christmas or something. But but they wouldn't appreciate it. So why? Okay. I just wasn't sure why you weren't doing that. Because they're all jerks. That's right. <laughs> so that's like the first appearance of Miles from uh, the Ultimate Universe. Is that what you're saying? That that is that you know he showed up a long time. Ago. No. Okay. Last question. Okay. What is the least favorite thing about yourself? Like my least favorite thing about me? Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Are the questions really difficult? <laughs> Let's strangle you. Um, I'm a jerk. So, like, (laughs) hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm not really, I'm not really all that nice to people. Like, I'll smile, but (laughs) are you being serious? Jackie tells me all the time, jerk. (laughs) And like, I just, cause I just, I don't like sugarcoating things, and I'm just like, you know, I'll tell it like it is. Really? You always seem like the nice one. <laughs> out of me and Jackie? <laughs> no, out of when I think about me and you, I'm like, yep, Andy's a nice one. I'm the jerk. <laughs> huh. That's good. I guess it's more like when 
when I don't have to be polite, I just don't. <laughs> okay. So like I, cause listen, listen to this. I know it's not a dissertation, but oh. so so there was a uh, there was a shower at um our house a um, baby shower while I was hiking, and one of my employees attended the baby shower, and Jackie asked her, and she's a she's a nice lady. She's older than me, you know, got two kids in junior high and stuff. And uh, Jackie asked her, she's like, so uh, how is it working for Andy? And um, <laughs> because I tell her all these stories about working, like, like, oh, I had to do this today. Oh, I just told this. I mean, I started counting up how many people I've made cry at work. It's like five or six. Oh, my gosh, Andy. I know. I know. I'm the jerk. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, she's like. And this lady's like, oh, he's great. I really like it. Yeah, it's 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 good. I like working for him. And Jackie's like, oh, good, yeah. And so I told her later, I was like, hey, thanks for telling Jackie. It was really, it's good working for me. <laughs> and she was like, well, I mean, I think it is. Is it is it is it not? Do we? Is there a problem? Is there... <laughs> I was like, no, it's fine. Just I said Jackie thinks like she always tells me. She was like, oh, I would hate to work for you. It sounds terrible. And um. And then this lady, this is how she responds. She said, oh, well, you know, you treat other people outside the house differently than you treat your family. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't go home and yell at Jackie. Like, that's, that's not what happens. She thought I'd go home and, like, just, like, hey, my dinner's not made. Come here so I can pop you. That's awesome. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> the awkward conversation. Anyway, but no, seriously, I've made – like five different people cry, but some of these people multiple times. So, <laughs> oh my word! Like I don't like I said, I don't even know you. No, no guys, no guys have cried. Well, that's good. One quit. <laughs> he just didn't show up. He sent me an email and he was like, "Obviously, I can't work for you anymore." <laughs> <laughs> and he just re- never showed up again. Is this more stuff you're gonna have to edit? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. All right. Well, that's all the questions I got for you. Well, thanks, buddy. I'll have to do a ask Jared. No, that's cool. Ask Andy as better alliteration. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, John with Jared. Mm, nah. John with Jared. We have one of those. <laughs> I think I think Aaron made one of those for us. Aaron did. Yeah. Oh, that Aaron Edwards. You didn't. Aaron Edwards. No, Aaron Chappelle. Aaron Chappelle, who am I talking about? Jason Edwards. Jason Edwards. Jason, no, Jason and Aaron both made us um, bumpers. So I got to go back and look, but there is a John with Jared. I think Aaron made it. That was a long time ago. That was like two or three years ago. Yeah, but they're still fantastic individuals. They are. They're good kids. (laughs) All right, let's do State of the Union. State of the Union! The state of our union. I can hear all that. I, I'm going to edit that out. All right. I'm quieter than you are. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. What do we? What do we have to? Uh, what, what do we got to talk about, bro? What don't we have to talk about? It's Tell been me. A crazy week. Um, the Captain America Two Winter Soldier trailer. What did you think about that? It was amazing this is the most excited i have been for a marvel movie hands down 
Even more than Avengers? Yes. What? Explain. Captain America is one of my favorites. And in Captain America 1, he was learning what he was doing. Captain America, or Avengers, he was like, you know, kind of filling the shoes, stepping into a leadership role, feeling his oats, if you will. But this, it looks like he's in it. And he knows what he's doing. And it's his first test as like a real leader. Oh, it looks amazing. <laughs> I agree. It looks fan freaking tastic. Oh, it's it, so awesome. Yes. Yeah, dude, when he jumps out of the plane without the parachute, <laughs> when he is fighting like <laughs> when he throws the shield at the winter soldier and oh, stuff. Oh man. Because it looks like he's got that confidence, not overconfidence, not arrogance, but like that confidence of I know that I can do this. I'm gonna make this right. And then all of a sudden the winter soldier grabs the shield and he's like, What? what? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we watched it eight or nine times. I watched it in slow motion. It was just Did you see you? Were you in it? Um, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, were you in a movie called Freezer Burn that looks similar? That may I was, I was. Did it have like similar footage? It did. Did I you could you have possibly like in some of the scenes that looked very similar in Freezer Burn? Could you have pictured yourself in there? I could have, but I didn't. Oh. But there's a um, there's a longer version of the Captain America trailer in front of the Thor uh, Dark World in 3D. There's going to be a five minute trailer. Five minutes? Oh, I know, dude. But we're, but we're not seeing it in 3D. Oh, it's just in 3D. Yeah, it's not in the regular just Thor Dark World. Oh. So I'm hoping that hits the hits the internet in a couple of days. Are you going tonight to that movie? Yeah. We're going to finish up this podcast, and I'm going to do my her, and then we'll head out. Okay, it made it sound like you're going to make love to your wife. Is that what you are? In- do my her. Right, her. On top of my head. Oh, your hair. Yeah, I got to get my her done. That's weird, man. <laughs> hey, yeah. are you growing a beard for No Shave November? Oh, I hadn't shaved all November up until today I shaved. Wait, why? Wait, why? Because I had like 20 hairs. (laughs) Dude, I went three days without shaving. I came back and my daughter was like, you grew a beard. What? You can grow a beard in three days? Yes, I can, sir. I can grow a beard in like three years. Most of it is red hair also and uh, little patches of white. How terrible is that? Not the white. No, I know. And it's not gray either. It's, It's white. It's white hair. No, Andy. Yeah. Is it white on top of your head? Uh, it's graying on top of my head. I couldn't tell from the video. <laughs> no, because I was in a gorilla costume. But you didn't have the mask on. I know. I lost the mask. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, 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 I don't know how we got on the beards. <laughs> it's a lot of red hair. A lot of yeah. red hair. Yeah. So the anyway. Captain America trailer was freaking fantastic. And it, it really, really, really was. I could see it. Oh, I love how... Well, Black Widow, I love her hairstyle a little bit more in this than... uh, It was probably the best in Iron Man 2. Yes, agreed. But not, I did not like it in Avengers, and in this it looks pretty good. It's awfully straight. I like... Yeah, that's true. I like how they have her kind of 
as a connecting character between the two franchises. Mm-hmm. You know? And Nick Fury. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love the part where he's like, this isn't freedom, this is fear. I can't believe that they can make... Like, that just astounds me because in our current political climate, I would I would say that's a pretty accurate description mm-hmm. of what's going on in the world right now with the NSA and even Affordable Care Act and stuff like that. But they're putting it in a movie, in a Marvel movie, that tends to be, you know, the comic books... Uh, writers and stuff tend to be more liberal yeah they well they describe it as a political thriller and i think it's gonna be (laughs) i think uh oh man robert wait no redford robert redford i think he looks like he's he's doing a good job in that yeah there's rumors i love the costume oh my goodness the commander rogers costume or Uh uniform Uh uh-huh Oh, it looks so good. It doesn't look like footy pajamas. Oh, but I like the footy pajamas. No, no, you don't, Jared. No, I did. I thought it was great. I love this Captain America. I mean, his Avengers costume. I think I was only one, but I thought it was awesome. Dude, this Captain Rogers or Commander Rogers, uh, oh, it looks so good. But if you see, if you watch in the trailer, there's a scene of him wearing his, the, yeah. his older outfit. Yeah, I know. I know. I was disappointed. So, and and Falcon, he goes running off the helicarrier, jumps, shoots guns, and then his wings sprout out. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool, too. Yeah, yep. And the I'm, car explosions yeah. and the elevator scene. The what? When Captain America beats up all those guys in the elevator. Oh, that is cool, too. Yeah. Oh, the whole thing. I'm just like, can, can it be out now? Dude, we recently watched Fantastic Four uh, and showed the kids. And you know Chris Evans is Johnny Storm. <laughs> yeah. He like that movie is terrible, <laughs> but he is so good in it. He really is. He he is. I'm convinced he's a good actor because he plays the the comic relief Johnny Storm, the hothead, you know, full of himself, arrogant, and yet he still plays this patriotic, straight laced guy. He's good, man. Yeah. Did the girls notice who he was? And say that was Captain America. I think I told them before. Yeah. Yeah, those I watched both of those this summer and it was drudgery. Yeah. It was so I fell asleep during the first one. And then the second one I just found myself like wandering. I'd get on the internet and I'd go in the kitchen and it, it didn't so... help that Doctor Doom was electro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then stole the silver surfer powers and it was awful. No. Yeah. All right. Um End of Battle of the Atom. How did you think that was? How do you think that went down? Dude, just fizzled. What happened? Yeah. Is that what you think, too? Yeah, it was kind of a disappointing ending. It was like, oh, here's people from this future and people from this past and people from this future. And now they're all fighting. And now S.H.I.E.L.D. accidentally blowing them all up and now oh people died but don't worry none of the heroes you care about but still impactful (laughs) took the words out of my mouth that was perfect summary (laughs) oh dude and then it's like out of the blue like we knew that kitty was gonna switch yeah we knew that and and we thought rachel was too which she still might but then like out of the blue in that issue it was like and you know what? Another thing. I'm leaving. And then they were like, you know, surprise, surprise, we're leaving too. She's like, really? 
okay, let him know. (laughs) (laughs) So, so weird. It was, I mean, the art on most of that book was terrible. And the the dialogue was not good either. It, the last issue was super rushed. Yeah. What happened, Bendis? Dude, you know what I'm scared of? What are you... The, I mean, ice cream, flying. Okay. Well, I'm not scared of ice cream, okay? Well, but... At the dark. <laughs> I'm not scared of the dark either. Dude, there were a ton of coyotes out when we camped. Anyway. There are, there are coyotes in Louisiana? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> there were a ton. Anyway, um, I am scared that they're introducing a new storm. They're introducing um, new, you know, the five X-Men. Uh, X-23 is jumping on the team. They're replacing all of our characters. Do you think there's going to be a time where they take away all the all the adult characters? No, I think they've, I mean, they've been trying to do that forever. Forever. They've been introducing younger characters and, and, uh, you know, everything from Avengers Academy to Avengers Arena to there's the Braddock School and the Latveria School and there's a ton of younger characters that are similar to the ones we have now, but people just aren't latching on. You know? Right, so why do, why do it again? I think I think the writers are not as, I don't want to be rude, but just truthful, and they're just not as creative. Like, that's what, this even just this whole Battle of the Atom, it all had to do with, okay, we'll just redo this story that we've done a million times before, we'll do some time traveling, bring, to, bring together some different time traveling stuff, there'll be some characters who aren't who they say they're going to be. Uh, we'll have some kids like Wolverine and Mystique's kid, and we'll have a little storm, and and then at the end, nothing will have really mattered. <laughs> uh, what? That's not. None of that is new. Do you think that we're going to get a conclusion to this overall time traveling thing with everybody, like all the series? I I I really think so. I thought that would be something like Infinity, but maybe whatever's coming after that will be. I mean, you can't have every, literally every book in the Marvel Universe is dealing with time travel. And there not be some kind of head. It's weird, man. And I thought Age of Ultron was going to set something up along those lines. But really, Age of Ultron, if you look at all the titles now, has had no effect on anything. Except for Hulk. And that's it. Okay, yeah, because he's trying to repair the time stream, but... Yeah, and and, uh, and Cataclysm, but still, still... Or, or hunger or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, those are the only two. And those are like second and third tier books. So what do you think? I thought we were. But, you know, I think Age of Ultron closed a chapter in the Marvel Universe. And they may not go back and address that. Maybe because it was so awful. Maybe. But. Well, with keeping with State of the Union, the new X-Force team was revealed today. Yeah, lay it out for me. What's going on? Cable, Marrow, Phantom X, and Psylocke. Not, so, Hope, yeah. not Hope or uh, not Domino? Mm-mm. The what team everyone's been demanding. 
Is that what it said? No, no. Oh, okay. No, it's just like, I saw that picture. It's like, oh, where's the rest of the team? And then I read the articles, and that's who it is for. Oh, and a new character, Mimi. Mimi? Screaming Mimi? No, M-E-M-E. Oh. Mimi. <laughs> is, uh, did you post the picture? Because I haven't seen this picture yet. Yes, picture is posted. Okay. For some reason, my browser is not opening. So yeah, it's weird. They're um they're in like the new the new fatigues that the army has. It's like uh I don't even know how to like it's like computer generated. Yeah, digital camouflage. Cam- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's their their uniforms. And last we saw Marrow, she was powerless. So I'm not sure what's gonna happen. But this team's gonna come together after the the two uh, titles cross over with each other. Oh, when is that? And that's in the next few months. I guess my whole, like, seeing it, I just thought, you know, X-Force, just put it to bed already. <laughs> you know, it's it was really cool in the 90s, and then it, it was done for a long time. And then Yost brought it back, and it was awesome. And then Remender brought it, and people loved it. And then we got this uncanny X-Force and Cable and X-Force, and people don't care. No. So just stop trying to reinvent the wheel and just let us just enjoy X-Force for what it was and not having to try and keep coming back to it and making it better. Dude, this art does not look good. Yeah. But even the characters, like, are you in, are you interested in picking that title up and reading about it? I like Phantom X, but that was before What's-His-Name took it. Sam Humphreys took it. Yeah, and destroyed him. Dude, see, I am a couple issues behind on both of those titles. You haven't missed anything. It's just pure suck. Yeah, but Spurrier... So, okay, so it was hopeless... Well, Cable and X-Force is good. Sorry. Okay, so it was hopeless on Cable and X-Force. Mm-hmm. And then it was Humphreys on, on Canny X-Force, and neither of them are getting the title. No. Hmm. So... Yeah. But is, the, it, who who is Kim? What has he been on? Is he, did he do Legacy X Men Legacy? Because Spurrier is the guy who wrote X Men Legacy. I'm not sure what Kim did. Off the top of my head, I think he also wrote. Spurrier wrote Crossed. Wish you were here, right? Which is like a disgusting Avatar book. Oh, if it's not Marvel, I'm not following it, <laughs> dude. I mean, it's like gratuitous gore, and oh, it's gross. It's gross. Well, speaking of new rosters, X-Factor also is getting a new roster. Yeah, all new X-Factor. I told you it was all new X-Factor. <laughs> With Polaris, Quicksilver, Gambit, Warlock, Cypher, and Danger. Yeah, what's the... You know, what's <laughs> going on here? What are we doing here? I don't know. Your voice went up. You tell me. <laughs> what do you think about this team? Boring! <laughs> I don't care about this team. Yeah, but Peter David's a good writer, so he'll make you care about these characters if he does it like he did the X-Factor book. He is, but I cared about those guys. I love some of those characters. Here, I really like Polaris. I like Gambit. I'm glad that Danger is back because she just disappeared uh, after she had her talk with Unit over in uh, Uncanny X-Men, and we never saw her again. That that was the last time we saw her? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then we got Cypher and Warlock. Like... Who cares about Cypher and Warlock? You're not a fan of the New Mutants? No, no. 
No. See, Quicksilver, he was on the X-Factor team, and then he became a bad guy. Yeah. I I care about Gambit, but how come there's only one girl on this team, except for Danger? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought the other X-Factor roster was a lot more interesting than this one. I agree. But I know they're going to be corporately sponsored, so that will probably throw a wrench into things and do some dirty deeds or something like that. I'll read it for Peter David, but I don't know. This does not excite me. Yeah. Same with X-Force and X-Factor. They're just not exciting. But along with, uh, so we got, we talked about the X-Force and X-Factor rosters. Uh, Just yesterday, the day before, they revealed that there's going to be a new Ms. Marvel title, but she's going to be a teenage Muslim character. What are your thoughts about that? Okay. I think I actually wrote this on the on the web page, on the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I hate this idea. I will say that. But the reason why I hate this idea is because I want my Ms. Marvel back. <laughs> not because it's a teenager, not because she's Muslim. But because now if there's a Ms. Marvel title, then then Carol can't become Ms. Marvel again. <laughs> it's so aggravating. Graduated to captain. I'm so aggravated. <laughs> like, it's like they're doing this to me on purpose. There's very few characters that I really, really care about. Spider-Man. He's dead. <laughs> right? Yeah. Captain America is crying like a baby because he got back from World War Z and and he's standing with his head in his hands. (laughs) And Ms. Marvel gets this weirdo haircut and has terrible color palette on the book and really crappy writing. And now somebody took her mantle because probably they said, you know what? You suck. So I got to step up and do this. And they killed Sentry. And they (laughs) (laughs) And they killed Sentry. (laughs) Dude, am I just to that age where I'm like, oh, the Golden Age of Comics was when, you know, Dark Avengers was going on. Like when I was reading in my prime, what is going on with these books? I don't, I feel like since Casada left, Marvel just lost their mind. <laughs> he, as much as I had a problem with him and what he was doing with Spider-Man, at least it was Peter. <laughs> Dude, they're taking the character. Like I, all I care about now is Avengers, new Avengers, all new X-Men, Uncanny X-Men. Like, I could drop every other book. It's it's never been like that. Never. Yeah. yeah. I mean, your darker street-level characters are all happy-go-lucky, like Daredevil now. Which, that's ending, thank goodness. But something's going to happen with him. Mark Wade's going to be writing him somewhat. Well, he's going to Infinite Title, right? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. They're doing an infinite Daredevil, which is going to be, you know, the online. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 
So not online, digital, you know, the digital format where they did the, oh, the panel's exactly the same, but the character's closer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> AR. Yeah. So, dude, it's, it, they're making it very easy for me to drop titles. They're making it easier for me to drop titles. Yeah. Cause you, I mean, you used to get read everything. Yeah. I know. Wolverine sucks. Uh, Uncanny X Force is terrible. Um, Savage Wolverine is like why? It's it's pointless, but at least it's got some interesting art. Yeah, the art's the only thing. Superior foes. Uh, Superior team up is good. Scarlet Spider's ending. Daredevil's not been top notch. You know, it's not my gritty. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Uh, they really need to cut back on the X titles. Like these characters, who in the world really? What comic book person says yes, Marrow on a team? Finally. <laughs> well, uh, you should read our Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> who, who's saying that? There's a couple people that are pretty excited. It's Marrow. Wait, I'm looking at it now. Okay. Dean Wilderman, who are you? <laughs> Marrow? Yes. <laughs> All right, what else we got? Uh, Thor Dark World. Um, you're not seeing it tonight. What's up with that? I I, I don't like crowds. I'll see it later. What? <laughs> okay. No? Is that not a good answer? No, it's an awful answer. It's Thor the Dark World. I've only seen one trailer for it. Yeah, because I was trying to talk to you about them, and you're like, I'm not trying to watch them. <laughs> I'm not trying to. <laughs> Jackie and I will go see it. It'll be good. All right, you gonna go this weekend? What is it about? Thor. Okay, can you be more specific? What is the dark world? That's where Thor is. <laughs> no, it's Malekith. Malekith is the bad guy, and right. uh, him and Curse are the bad guys, and uh, Thor has to team up with Loki to defeat them. Okay. And there are two after credit scenes. I'm so. I'm probably more interested in those than I am in Thor. Yes, and I have been I've been so proud of myself. I decided I didn't want to know the after credit scenes for Thor because I always find out what they are for all the Marvel movies. And so I've stayed away from spoilers, I've stayed away from everything. And then some person posted one of the after credit scenes in their status. So I couldn't not see it. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Who are you talking about? Not me, right? No, no. And it's no one on the podcast. Oh. It's a fan page, a page that I'm a fan of that I didn't think they would put a spoiler in the freaking status when the movie isn't even out. Oh, I was so mad last night. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. It had the video of it? I didn't check. There was a video link, and it said what was in the video for the after credit scene for one of them. Wait, it gave away everything? There are two end credit scenes, and it said what the one was about. Oh. And I didn't want to know that, and I was very not happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had a little status on my personal Facebook last night, and I'm okay now. <laughs> you're so funny but the last piece of state of the union is the big news that came out today four new 
shows are going to be made by Marvel for Netflix, all culminating in a miniseries called The Defenders. What do you think about that? I am totally on board with this. It's Yeah, it's coming out through Netflix. They're using characters that they're probably not going to use in a movie. It's all street-level characters, all characters that you can serialize in a TV. You're expanding the universe without stepping on the toes, and I get to see four of my favorite characters, Iron Fist, Daredevil, Luke Cage, and Jessica Jones. That is great. Now, why is it going to Defenders? I don't know. It seems like more of a Heroes for Hire type thing. But I am totally on board with this. Me too. Yeah? It'll be 13, 13 episodes each. Um, so that's a lot of Marvel goodness right there. Starts in 2015. Um, they said that based on how these do that there could still be a possibility for a movie um, based on how the fans respond to these four shows and that they're still working on a a show for ABC. I'm so excited that they're going to be released all at one time. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get Netflix for that. (laughs) Have you been keeping up Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Oh, yeah. Yes, that is our show. How How many episodes have there been? Six. Okay. Okay, I've watched you, two of them. Two, okay. I, yeah, I, I, I will see them all, I just... Well, Victoria Hand is going to appear. I heard that. And then, um, not next week's episode, either next week's or the week's after, I think it's the week after that, is going to deal with the events of Thor, the Dark World. Oh, cool. And then uh, the rumor is that the season finale is going to lead into... Winter Soldier. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, they're and, doing a season finale this soon? No, they're... See, I mean, kept, Winter Soldier isn't until April. Oh, right, 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 right. So we... I mean, they still have a long time. And they said that, uh, you know, now that they're kind of more established, be expecting to see some more heroes and villains and not just the the S.H.I.E.L.D. group. Now, I, well, that's good. That's what's going to save that show. Because I heard it dropped another ranking. It's like... It dropped five times. It did. It's got a 2.5 share, but that's still seven and a half million people. Oh, so okay. even though it's, that's the whole thing. Like they're like, oh, it's dropping. It's still beating everything else. Oh, is it? Okay, good. Yeah. They're like, they compared it to Arrow because nobody's talking about Arrow, but Arrow is like barely hanging on. Oh, you know, really? With literally not even millions of people watching. And then, but Shield has seven and a half million people, and it's oh my gosh, Chicken Little Sky's falling, you uh, know? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's just a matter of perspective, but they don't tell you that, <laughs> you know. But cool, yeah, man. I think it's it's excellent. It'll it'll be just really cool to see a more connected universe. And Kevin Feige did a, a interview this week too, and said that. A crossover with the X-Men, Spider-Man, and Fantastic Four is not out of the question. It's just not something that they're looking at right now. Like, what? Are you are you getting excited for this Days of Future Past? Uh, I mean, I, I kind of. <laughs> it's just, it, when you watch the Winter Soldier trailer, right. and then the X-Men trailer, you're yeah. like, can I watch the Winter Soldier one again? Yeah, yeah. 
But I know the X-Men one didn't have any... It only had a couple special effects. Because Dude, it had, it had Logan stabbing some guy in the neck. Ka-shink! <laughs> oh, is that what it was? I missed that. Ka-shink! <laughs> Shink! Yeah. It's supposed to be snicked. Sneaked! There you go. Yep. Schnicked. Are you excited? Um, I'm... I... I me saying that I am open to watching this film and open to it being good is a huge <laughs> step forward f- from first class. So I think Brian Singer could do a good job. I don't know if it's going to be my cup of tea, but um, I'm really excited that we have some of the original cast back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just to see Wolverine. I, I mean, I love the Wolverine. I know you did, you weren't a huge fan, but... Um, it was okay. It was just slow. Well, he signed on for the Wolverine too, so that's good. Really? Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious! I mean, that dude is ripped up, man. He is. Whew. <laughs> I could. I can't believe it. Yeah. That guy is all lean muscle and veins. And, and then uh, Amazing Spider-Man two and Guardians of the Galaxy are also coming out, so it's gonna be good year for Marvel. Yeah. Yep. And Sony's doing Amazing Spider-Man 2, correct? Yes. Huh. So, good time. That was State of the Union. <laughs> now, it's time for the Tino Award. The Tino Award. I feel like we're kind of flying along here, even though it's been an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Fans are like, oh my gosh, I don't, it's not going to be a two-hour episode. <laughs> What are we going to do? <laughs> I want, What am I going to do on my elliptical? <laughs> All right. How many you got? I've got three. I have three also. I was going to give up and do two because I was falling behind. But then I was like, eh. You're not a quitter. <laughs> no one likes a quitter. That's right. Or a jerk. Well, that's true. Except for Jackie. <laughs> she likes a jerk. But you know what? Now that you say that, I feel like Jackie has called me a jerk too. Why? So, I don't want you to feel special or anything. Wait, why? Wait, why? I mean, I remember when we were in school. Yeah? She she definitely rolled her eyes at me multiple times. Did she really? <laughs> because Jackie was just like the straight-laced, you know, A student, buy the book, be quiet and pay attention. That, you know? That is true, yeah. And I was in her group in the education class, and I just remember her... A couple times being kind of frustrated with me. Because <laughs> I'm like, all right, what's the easiest way we can get out of doing this? <laughs> and she's like, oh, I hate groups. <laughs> I'll have to ask her about that. She has never told me any stories about that. Yeah, that's because I, I remember I was kind of because we sat at the same table. And it was a little surprising when she's like, do you want to go on a date with one of the girls in my unit? I was like, you like me? <laughs> she was probably like, no, I don't like this girl. <laughs> like, I've looked everywhere for someone for this chick. <laughs> we got along. I think it just kind of... I was such a jerk in college, though, so I can understand how I got under her skin. The only... Like, basically the only time you and I interacted, you were a jerk. <laughs> I know. I know. I think back... Like, I'll think about the guys I, I lived with, and I'm like... Who'd you, who'd I did, you live with? What? Who'd you live with? Uh, I lived with a lot of the Ad 7 guys in Harriman. 
did you you lived with the ads oh my god that's pretty funny yeah. and i'm like i can't believe they talked to me because i was such a douchebag <laughs> i was awful wait didn't you live with eric and and uh and and donald and dwight oh no just eric <laughs> oh, okay you didn't not live donald and dwight okay not not caleb either no my senior senior year when we lived off campus, um, Caleb lived with us, but never Donald. Oh, I don't think Donald lived with us. Dude, I thought year. you had like robot wars, like with the tanks and the shock tanks and stuff. Oh no, that was my bachelor party. Oh. Well, no, I never ran with Eric's group. Huh. Well, wait. You were living in a place. I remember going and visiting your place. I don't think you were there. And I see your your giant stack of Tina CDs. <laughs> we sat down to watch the Alien Quadrilogy. <laughs> you and Eric? I think so, but I think Chris Beatty was probably with me too. Yeah, it was just a different group of folks. Who did you hang out with? Well, I mean, I did open airs. I ran that ministry, so I hung out with a lot of those people. Oh, you ran that ministry? Yeah, I was the president or whatever you call director. I don't know. Oh, wow, dude. So, I I mean, I ran with a lot of... It was, like, such an assorted group that I, I had, like, just different pockets all over the place. But the guys I lived with, it was, like, three or four of them were ad seven. Um, seven of them were ministry majors. It was like the godly house, the godly sport house, and then the jerk upstairs and Eric. <laughs> I'm good. I'm glad that Eric was in that environment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. You want to go with your first Tito Award? Fire down below. All right, is that Amazing X-Men? Yes. Is that because Nightcrawler is going to go back down to Earth? It's, no. Or Azazel is coming from the fire? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well done. Good. I, yeah, Tina doesn't sing any songs about people wearing pirate hats, or I could have pulled that one out. She doesn't sing any songs about people wearing fire hats? Pirate hats. Oh, pirate hats. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. If Tina had a song like, you know, I am a demon and I wear a pirate hat, then I would have picked that one. It's that's not sensual enough for Tina. I'm feeling sensual. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Paradise is here. I almost did that one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, instead of Fire Down Below, actually. Uh, is it where um, Nightcrawler's in heaven? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty easy. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> Back where you started.
that Amazing X-Men? No, uh-uh. Oh, well, shoot. All right, I guess it's Infinity. <laughs> no. Those are the only two titles we talked about. Talked about a lot of topics. Oh, my gosh. Back where you started? Andy, we're supposed to be talking about the books. Hey, you, hey. What? It's always been topics or books. It's never been topics or books. It's always been books. I think that you are confusing the definition of the word always with with sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, what was the what's the song? <laughs> I don't even know what it was. Back where you started. Back where you started. Uh because when you were camping? Nope. Have to do with the rabbit? No, it's it's topic. It's State of the Union. We talked about it in State of the Union. Oh, it's a it's a comic book. Miss <laughs> Marvel? No. <laughs> you yell at me. Um, <laughs> Battle of the Atom? Yes. Because they're back where they started. Yeah, nothing I mean, really nothing, changed. Nothing really changed. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, well then mine are all easy. I should have picked a hard one for you. Do it now. No. Okay. Don't waste my time. <laughs> What's the least <laughs> amount of work we can do? To... <laughs> All right. This is a uh, this is an old one. Such a fool for you. super thirsty tonight that was typing and then you like swallowed or something oh maybe <laughs> i am super thirsty dude it is so hot in this office i don't know i got my shoes off i got my shirt unbuttoned <laughs> it's insanely hot i go home it's 72 in the house and i'm burning up and jackie's in a sweatshirt it's nuts, man. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like a million degrees. And she's like, something is wrong with you. I think I'm going through menopause. I think it's a girl thing because girls are always cold and boys are always hot. How do we even live together? I don't know. I put my cold feet on her at night. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, such a fool for you. Uh, I, oh, man, I, I'm kind of lost here. Um, is it infinity? Mm-hmm. Is it Maximus? The no. Mad? No. Fane? Because he got tricked into wearing that armor? Yeah. All right. Good job. Up top. Ka-ching. Right on. Ding, ding. <laughs> um, this one you should be able to get <laughs> after 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> we don't need another hero. We don't need another hero. Sing it. I know you want to. That's your favorite song. We don't need another hero. Doom, doom. <laughs> All right. I'm just the mental picture I have. Because I don't know what your office looks like. I have this 
you know, you always have that thought of what it probably looks like. So right, I gotcha. I just see, like, no shoes, shirts unbuttoned, at the office, the vapors from your feet are, you know, melting the papers on your desk. Yes, melting my contacts. The security cameras are watching all this, and you're singing Tina. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fool for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, we don't need another hero. Would that be Amazing X-Men? No. <laughs> Infinity? No. Oh, my word. <laughs> Ms. Marvel? Yes! This is ridiculous. Hey, good job, Jared. Way to adapt. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Get back. Amazing X-Men? Yes. Either, I'll hedge my bet here, either step away from the portal, get back, because it's turning on, or Nightcrawler needs to get back to Earth. Ooh, no. Neither? Get back to heaven. Don't leave. Get back. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) What are you doing? Why do you want to go down there and fight? You're in heaven. Seriously. Just... Tell God, dude, there are pirates, like, trying to get up in here. Could you do something about this? (laughs) Excuse me, we have a little incursion over here. There's a ship made of wood. Yeah. That they got from hell. I don't know. Yeah. Azazel's like, we gotta hurry before the archangels come. Yeah, you know, the the rules for heaven and everything. I I was actually really impressed that they're acknowledging that he really died. You know, because a lot of these, if you die, then you're a clone or something, or you're coming back from uh, whatever it is, limbo or whatever. But I don't know of anybody who's come back from heaven, except for actually Peter Parker. Peter Parker did come back from heaven in Amazing Spider-Man number 700, I think, briefly, or, or maybe a little bit before. Didn't the Fantastic Four go to heaven? And it was and God was like Jack Kirby? I don't know. Is that When was this? This was like this was when I was in college. Like when um I don't remember who was writing, but Mike Weiringo was the artist. Oh, then it was either Mark Wade or uh let's find out. Keep talking. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I was kind of, I was really impressed too that that's how they're going to explain that he comes back is because he chooses to come back even though he really did die. Because usually it's a, you know, it's an illusion or a switched body or he teleported at the last second or it was a clone or something like that. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) But But I was right, right? Okay. The FF travels to heaven to rescue the thing, and they meet God. Uh, FF number 511. Yeah, I was right. Mark, Mark Wade. After fighting through a series of surreal metaphysical challenges, the whole team ends up at God's doorstep and finds that the Almighty looks a lot like Jack Kirby. The Kirby God restores everything to normal, and then even the gentleman tosses off a quick sketch. That's weird. I was right. I might have to look this up, man. Yeah, I had it, and I sold it. I didn't like it. Yeah, Mark Wade, you know. Hit and miss. 
Yeah. He's he a tra- nice guy. He did an intro for us a couple years ago. Did he? Oh, you got him to do one, right? Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. All right. Well, we can wrap this baby up. I tell you what, we might get out of here under two hours. We are <laughs> sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. Pre-order all of your single issues. Get them 50% off if you're just buying Marvel now. Do it. Do it. And then go to their sister site, site in stock trades get up to 50 percent off on uh your your trades that are in stock see what they did there anything over 50 dollars is free shipping you can also get your best office depot products your most wanted your highly sought after office depot products from community retail partnership that's crpsavings.com sam's club card but for office depot check them out you're using Sam's to to sell Office Depot. I think that's so hilarious. I like their I like their program, but I think it is kind of hard to explain what it is if you're just like, hey, you know what Sam's Club is? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a card, but for Office Depot. No. Yeah, you're right. That is the easiest way to explain it. Of course I'm right. <laughs> of course I'm right. All right. Well, Marvel616Politics.com, Marvel616Politics at gmail.com. Facebook.com slash Marvel616Politics or give us a holler 616-755-TINA. Seven, yeah, yeah. no. Uh, don't correct me, I'm right. <laughs> don't correct me, it uh, sickens me. Um, <laughs> and also <laughs> at 616Politics. Um, and until next time, make yours Marvel616Politics. Hour 59 and 57 seconds.